Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304s so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Ready? You have the cameras rolling?
right, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A motherfucking minute. Jersey, Judah. It's 6.32. I'm a little bit later than usual, but it's all good because I'm off tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm relaxed right now. But I got to turn up. So Jersey, Judah, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. So here's the dilemma, right? I have so many videos. Matter of fact, I just want to put this all on one playlist real quick just to see. What do I have to work with? I have a lot of things to work with. I don't know what I'm going to talk about first. I'll put it to you this way. Two, four, six. I got eight. I got eight videos that I plan on going through this weekend. Well, not this weekend. My bad. I'm bugging. I pretty much have a weekend coming up. I have Tuesday and Wednesday, so that's why I'm going to call it the weekend, um, even though it's, you know, damn near midweek. And when I come back to work, it will be Thursday and Friday, so that'll be good. We have the Thinking Man's Templar. We got Trump announces Tucker as possible vice president. We got WAC 100 crashing out. Do Y'all want to do another <sighs> crash out Coliseum? I might do another crash out Coliseum, but then again, I might save that for tonight. I was planning on doing something tonight after work because I don't have to work the next day. So I plan on crashing out tonight. So I might save that. What I want to go through is thinking man's Templar. And that's a, that's what Alex Jones. And for now I want to go through thinking man's Templar going over Alex Jones clip and I want to go over uh, Trump announcing um, Tucker Carlson as vice president, possibly. So right now we're dealing with 23 minutes. But of course, depending on how I feel, I, I, I'll see the first 10 minutes if I want to do this in segments or if I just want to crash out. Uh, we're going to start this bitch off, though, with the thinking man's Templar. You dig? Uh, TMT. One of the guys that when I started learning about, you know, the male space and all that, this is one of the first content creators I went by. And um, the Thinking Man's Templar, Alex Jones, been saying for years about black feminists. Um, then we got Trump announces Tucker as vice president. Oh, is that solid? Is that really the case? That's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. That's almost better than fucking um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as vice president, in my opinion. But also, the uh, UFC crowd goes insane as Trump enters, you know, another event that they had for UFC. Um, without further ado, man, let's just jump right into it. It's 49 degrees outside. I got this heat on. And um, I'm chilling. So let's turn up. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, what are you doing in this time of great challenge? To break down how they had to 
get women to see men as the enemy. And again, she went on to say, we'll use blacks because they're the weakest group, they're the poorest group, they're the most institutionalized group. At that time, just being 70 years or so out of slavery in the 1860s, she said, what we'll do is just like we had the old system of the women were brought into the house. You're getting the big secret of feminism right now. Just like the house slave was always a woman and the men were kept out in the barn and weren't allowed to read or write, we're going to set women up as the minders of society again. There's actually Roman handbooks on this from 2,000 years ago where they talk about, with white slaves at that time, mainly from Western Europe, you bring in the slaves, you kill a couple of the men in front of the women, you even kill some of the kids, and you tell the women, it's your job to keep these men in line or we're going to kill all of you. And they found that women, believing they were protecting people, would become incredible oppressors and tattletales over the men. <laughs> Yo. Alex Jones, man. Jeez. And within a few generations, they started enjoying the oppression and didn't even do it to, quote, protect the men. And I was reading about how they retranslated those Roman documents from Latin into French and then into English uh, by the 1820s or so uh, in the sugarcane plantations. I'm giving you history here. Heavy truth, folks. The sugarcane plantations of the Caribbean they would bring a ship of slaves in. Already half of them on average from Africa would have died in the trip over because uh, they didn't really feed them from Africa. And they'd get them off the coffin ship and then they would kill the most well-spoken, obvious leader just from body language and things of the blacks that was alive in front of the women. They'd beat their brains out or they would hang them. And they'd tell the women... We're going to kill all your male children if you don't keep everybody in line. Is that understood? And they found the women would do whatever they were told. So that's where you get the mammy in all the Three Stooges movies. And the black guys around and in all the old movies that are still, you know, representing what really happened in history. Damn. Where the black woman is, is in charge and she's got the big, you know, big mammy outfit on and Jemima. And she's in there telling those black men, you do what you're told. In fact, in this culture, God's so dominant. That my father, when he would pick cotton, and he did pick cotton, uh, even though he came from a middle-class family, he was sent out to pick cotton, that he would go out and pick cotton on adjacent, uh, on adjacent farms, and that they had groups of black people out there picking the cotton. And do you know who the bosses were? Giant, powerful black women. And <laughs> Yo, guys. <coughs> This may be a tough pill for y'all to swallow. It might be because the white man is telling you, he white. Oh, Alex Jones, he a white. He white. But what he's saying is true. In fact, if you connect this to our society today, what he is pretty much describing is our society today where... It is the matriarchal woman running the household, running the community, which is why it's running out of resources and running out of sanity. Let's talk about it. Alex Jones, take it away. Or even bossing the poor whites around. 
Now, that's what my dad grew up in East Texas. And my dad's only, what, 63 years old, okay? My dad grew up with a black woman foreman telling the poor whites what to do. Damn. Now, that's a, that, 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 that is that culture, ladies and gentlemen. And also, niggas like Minister Jap, salute to Minister Jap. Salute to a few other brothers. I believe Thinking Man's Templar said it himself. That black women at one time were pretty much the top allies of white supremacy. This right, that right there is a clear cut example. Clear cut example, man. Damn. And I've read in the history diaries about breeding programs in this country where they would actually single out the most aggressive, largest black women. This goes back 200 years. You can look this up. This is the history you're not supposed to know to be the dominant people. So that's all Katy Perry and all this is. That's what feminism is. In fact, there's Margaret Sanger for the KKK. Show them that. Go ahead. That's powerful. I really hope you guys are paying attention to this. I've mentioned the name Margaret Sanger a lot. She has a lot to do with Planned Parenthood. She's also considered a major influencer to none other than Hillary Clinton. There is a picture that I've mentioned before of Margaret Sanger saying a speech at a Klan rally. So this same woman who is speaking at a Klan rally, who also believed that blacks should be exterminated. I think he's going to mention that. Hold up. We'll let Alex Jones say it. Hold up. Give people a full screen of that. I'm begging you. That's a real photo. To look into this now. When your wife comes home and dresses you down and tells you she's the boss, she's reading government propaganda developed in Rome 2,000 years ago to make women the slave masters. Damn. They call them the house slaves. They have an obnoxious term when it's blacks. The house, you know what? House slaves. So let me let me let me let me let me make it brief for y'all, man. Shout out to Alex Jones. He could have used the term. He he was already breaking down enough. He was talking about house niggas. Y'all know that term, right? Isn't that the same term that um your boy Bill Maher said on television, national TV? He's the liberal that everybody loves, Bill Maher, but he called himself a house nigga one time. On national TV. Yeah. And on this, giving you the deep truth here. That's why in the 60s, blacks were demanding their liberty because they'd gone to war in World War II. They had their own communities, their own wealth. Illegitimacy was much lower than it is now. Crime rates much lower. And they said, Margaret Sanger and others, had developed the program. They said, what we'll do is we'll get them on welfare and we'll tell them, you can't have a man in the house. We'll give you money. And will reinstitute, reinstitute the house slave model, and that's what they've created now. And and they created that in a woman, black woman. Pay attention. This this white nigga knows what he's talking about. He's really with the shits. He turned. They turned. What he's trying to say is the women were the ones that were still the house. They became the house slaves. The men are really the prisoners are pretty much the field slaves. We go out and have to work. 
And when you're on things like child support, they really got you on a plantation where you got to do as they say. But instead of work, the amount of hours you got to pay an amount of money or your ass getting locked up. God damn, man. Alex Jones, man. Shit. Yeah, man, they was they was locking niggas up, bro. They brought that welfare act in. It was a done deal. They was locking niggas up. Locking niggas up left and right. About to go to jail, jail. About to go to jail, jail. God damn. All the incarcerations. Matter of fact, if you would have tied in black incarcerations, and if you would have tied in like what were niggas getting locked up the most for, I'm I'm pretty sure it was some fuck shit. You know, I'm pretty sure it's some hoochie mama hood rat locking a nigga up for child support. I'm a hoochie mama slash hood rat. Nigga shit. You know what I mean? Basura. 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 Okay? <laughs> Basura. Give me a break. This shit is... I'm telling y'all, man. The reality, man, is definitely stranger than fiction. The truth is indeed stranger than fiction. Uh, black men are told, just like white men and everybody else, to be lethargic, don't work, be a gangster, just get women pregnant all day, that you're winning when you do that, when you don't take care of your kids. This is now being exported back where it came from with German and Gaulish slaves in Rome 2,000 years ago. Started yeah. out with whites, but this was done to whites. Yeah. And now it's being done to black. Listen to what Alex Jones is telling you. There was obviously slavery before blacks. Whites enslaved whites. Africans enslaved Africans. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? There is a hierarchy in these areas at one time. Where naturally... The class order was created, right? Because you had the kings, you had the rulers, you had the people in that circle who were at the very top. And then underneath them, you would have another group of like merchants and like, you know, the people who were closest to the circle without being in the circle. Then you would have regular cops, authority figures people that would do what the rulers told them to do. So this is how the police were corrupted since day one, because they had a social hierarchy that they had to follow. They didn't just lock people up. They had to listen to what the rulers did because the rulers were the ones that were, that were actually responsible for these people getting paid at one point. And then at the bottom, you would have you and I, everyday people, workers, Blue collar workers, regardless, if we get up to go to work, we're at the bottom. The people that go to work and sit at a desk all day and kind of responsible for other people, they're a level up. That's how the hierarchy began. But instead of actual jobs, there was actual labor, farming, things of that nature, hunting, gathering, gathering uh, plants for medicines. We're talking all the way back in the day. The rulers started enslaving the peasants and would trade the peasants for goods and items. What other P 
people that were doing the same shit. And that's how the slave trade became a thing. Black people weren't involved as the first slaves. It's tough for a lot of y'all niggas to hear it, but it is what it is. And now they've beta tested it on blacks and they're rolling it out. So Margaret Sanger, Gloria Steidem, uh, the idiot uh, Katy Perry doesn't know what she's doing. She's just paid by the Marines to do this, so does it. I mean, she's obviously doesn't have, you know, two brain cells rubbed together and he's looking at her eyes. She's got one way eyes. But when you look at the snake eyes of a Margaret Sanger or the devil eyes of a Gloria Steinem, they know how to run (laughs) savage ops on our families. And they've devastated things. Uh, Blacks were, depending on what area, 30% illegitimate, 40% illegitimate. When you are illegitimate, that means you're three to four times more likely to be in prison or involved in crime. Now blacks are 92% illegitimate. Uh, Whites are 50% illegitimate now. Uh, Hispanics are about the same number as whites. And you can just see it, society totally falling apart, totally crumbling. And so I just want to right now say to Gloria Steinem and to the Ku Klux Klan, and to uh, uh, Margaret Sanger there with the Klan, who the liberals worship, I want to say <laughs> you've done a great job. You have really... Everything he's saying is science. It's facts. You hear these people talk about Margaret Sanger. When they mention Margaret Sanger, ask them about the Ku Klux Klan picture. Just ask them about the Ku Klux Klan rally. And if they don't know what you're talking about, show them the picture. It's out there. These are traitors. The liberals, the Democrats, are traitors to blacks. I hate to be direct, but they are your enemy. They were designing your downfall from the very beginning with the Welfare Act. When they started seeing black families and black households more stable than white families and white households, some people in certain governments and in certain places wasn't really feeling that. We got to do something. We got to get control of these niggas. They acting a little too free. Well, let's go after the women. The women want more money. The women were the ones that sold the men down the drain to get the benefits. To get the benefits. It's facts. Don't be mad at me, man. Be mad at reality. People up. And, of course, uh, they've also got the liberals. Uh aren't really liberals that are Klan members. Uh, they've got them doing a great job where blacks get all upset when the media, you know, talks about Trayvon Martin and some questionable event and taking everybody at each other's throats. Yep. So they, so the liberals can pose as their saviors while they're busy killing 52% of black folks before they're born. Damn. You can't get black folks excited about that because the media and Wolf Blitzer didn't say so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've gone deeply now into the uh, secrets uh, of what's going on with Katy Perry, part of me, that disgusting, fetid, anti-human garbage. L- let me explain something. Defeating the New World Order starts one place. When men and women understand that a man is not whole and a woman is not whole. Humanity is a man and woman. Humanity is the interface of man and woman. And that's why the system attacks marriage and man and woman and makes it like some bigoted anti-civil rights thing when you say marriage is very important. Breeding between lions is important. Breeding between blue whales is important. Fire ant breeding is important. They're attacking through a scientific dictatorship the institution of humanity itself and packaging it as some civil rights crusade. Invade Africa to help the black people. County 2012. 
manifest fraud. Margaret Sanger and Katy Perry, women, let's get the men, let's join the Marines in some feminist exploit. Let's invade and take over the military. You'll show the men, you'll choke them out. This is only one phase right now. If they do- and keep in mind, this is back in 2012. Look what's going on in the military now. They got all types of people in the military. It's not a good look, champ. Make most of the peacekeepers women. A bunch of Elena Kagans with machine guns waddling around. I mean, it, ah. it's a nightmare system. And, and people need to see it. Women, you've not been empowered by feminism. You've been turned into sexual objects who don't there have any go. time to have any time off or to be. Yo, what, what do I talk about these women being, bro? Like, seriously. This is this is facts. Women have turned themselves into sex objects. But the people that are empowered, they disguise it as feminism. Hey, go out there and sleep around. You'll be empowered. And it's like, no, like you, you are a hoe. You are a hoe now. Congrats. Appreciate it for what you really are. You've been lied to about women's position in society throughout history. Ahead, you man. are the society. You are the, the, the creatures, the, uh, the more dominant of the two. You create and grow the next life. And they tell you, oh, that's a horrible thing. The feminists say your baby is a parasite. Something to be noted there that Alex Jones said that makes a lot of sense. The men are dangerous, but the women are dominant. And what do I mean by this? Society always goes in the favor or in the direction of most women. Why? Because women are responsible for creating life. Women were held at a high priority for a lot of men for that reason at one time, ladies. Believe it or not, we found you at a very high priority because of your ability to give birth. So, of course, men that are looking for families will look for women that would want the same. The problem is the women are out here getting loose. They're getting down. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're doing all types of crazy shit, all types of shenanigans, you know, all types of chicanery. You know what I'm saying? Like... And the women, in reality, they're the pawns. The guys are the pawns, too. But women, actually, they're making decisions that put them in positions to be pawns. Let me start OnlyFans. Pawn. Let me be a porn star. Pawn. Let me get a webcam. Pawn. Because eventually, all of your assets, or not even your assets, your essence of who you are will be tarnished. By all the gruesome shit that you put yourself through just to got just to try to get somewhere in the world and try to get money in your pocket rather than go out there and work like everybody else. Bitches, bitches feel that they're too special. The government plays a big part of this. You dig? The government was the seed that was planted into the minds of women about this sort of. Um environmental BS of the feminism bullshit um, the leftoid propaganda like all these things come from the government they're the ones that planted the seed and told these women a lot of people believe that feminism itself along with the government were the ones to get a lot of the black women during those times late 60s and 70s to join, go on board with them and choose the governmental benefits 
rather than the masculine man being the father of the household. And, you know, look where we're at today. You can't tell these bitches shit. Can't tell them nothing. They don't ever want you to really have a child, so you're empowered through it. And they want your child drinking a bunch of Coca-Cola and McDonald's, bouncing off the wall, screwed up. Damn, cook. So that you don't understand what your child cook, would have brother. really been. They, cook, they are attacking us so they can rewrite our society. Speaking of Margaret Sanger wanting to exterminate blacks and being worshipped in every liberal publication as a loving liberal, here are some numbers. You can go check these out for yourself. Approximate number of African-American deaths since 1973... AIDS, 292,000 here in the United States. Violent crimes, 306,000. Accidents, 370,000. Cancer, 1.6 mil. Heart disease, 2.2 mil. Abortion, 11,156,700. And that, that number's a couple years old. Damn. That's through uh, 2001, so you know. I guess it's probably like more like 15, 16 million now if you follow the graphs we've got. And, and Margaret Singer said, we got to kill these people. You can pull the quotes up. I just showed you her at the Klan rallies. And by the way, when I did Endgame, I didn't just, and we didn't even end up putting all that in there. But in the research, I had Aaron Dykes ride off to the universities to get and to pay to have the actual microfilm photographed. And we showed it on air at the time to show her actual letters, copies of them. Saying we, how do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. We Shit. pose as liberals. We buy off the black leadership. Yo, and they work- <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, that's wicked. Yo, I gotta bring that back, man. Damn, that's deep. Yo, shit getting brutal. Shit getting brutal. Well, you can pull the quotes up. I just showed you her at the Klan rallies. <laughs> and by the way, when I did Endgame, I didn't just, and we didn't even end up putting all that in there, but in the research, I had Aaron Dykes ride off to the universities to get, and to pay to have the actual microfilm photographed, and we showed it on air at the time, to show her actual letters, copies of saying, we, how do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. We pose as liberals, we buy off the black. Yo, do I want to clip that? Yeah, I want to clip that. That's just funny. Yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what the? Yo. Yeah, man. Shit getting brutal. You dig? Hold up. The Thinking Man's Templar, man. Shout out to Thinking Man's Templar for grabbing that, you know, excellent classic Alex Jones clip. Vintage Spurgeon out Alex Jones. The frogs are homosexual, Alex Jones. You dig? Yeah, I gotta I gotta grab that. That nigga's burnt. That nigga said, what was that, 1023? Okay, 1023. Bet. This nigga said, how we get rid of these these black subhuman weeds. This nigga said, <laughs> yo, out of pocket, champ. That's so out of pocket that I gotta clip it. Shout out to Alex Jones. Gotta clip it. Hurry up and load already. God damn. This is not even an 11 minute clip, I think. And this is at the very end, which makes it even better and even easier to do. So I said 1023. 
Let me zoom in. Uh, 10.15. Hold up. We pose as liberals. We buy off the black leadership. And they worked out plans. Hold up. (laughs) Yeah, that right there is good, too. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We pose as liberals. We buy off the black leadership. And they work. We pose as liberals. We buy off the black leadership. (sighs) (laughs) I'm grabbing that. Hold up. I'm not done yet. Yo, I'm not done yet. Wait one second. Okay. I got to grab this other clip. Yeah, I don't play around, man. We know. I mean, we having fun, but at the same time, there's a lot of shit going down. A lot of things being said. Hopefully, a lot of words being heard. You dig? Only talking about the raw, the real. You know what I mean? Here at the Crimson Capsule Chapel. You know, just, just only, you know. And by the way, everything he's saying about Margaret Singer is true. You can look these things up. I don't think they've I don't think they've banned anything of Margaret Singer yet, but it's coming. When enough people know about what's going on and enough people speak out, they got to do something. And that's kind of when you know they're guilty. When they got to speak out and talk about the allegations or whatever. All right. 1023. Yeah, I'm back on here, man, grabbing another clip. You dig? Grabbing another clip real quick. Hold up. This nigga said, hold up. Photographed, and we shut it on air at the time, to show her actual letters, copies of them. we how do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. We pose as... What the fuck, bro? Hold up. We kill these black subhuman weeds. Those are quotes. Uh, he said those are quotes. He said that shit quick as hell. Those are quotes, by the way. This nigga burnt. He burnt, man. This nigga shot out. Hold up. We, how do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. Hold up. <laughs> How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. We. Oh my God, bro, niggas is filthy with that. Hold up. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are quotes. I want to get the those are quotes out of it. Hurry, here it is. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Those are. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> I gotta chill, bro. I gotta chill. Hold up. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Yo, saucy. Man, I got I got some of the most saucy based sounds ever right now. Hold up. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. <laughs> Yo, that's sick. Yo, that's sick. Yeah, that's six. Shout out to the GOAT, man. Shout out to Alex Jones. And they worked out plans to have the black leadership Damn. only stir blacks and whites up against each other, pose as their friends. Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. Damn. On the MSNBC, you know, trendy channel. Again, real racists like Margaret Singer are like, I love you, black. Honestly, I love you. Murder him. <laughs> I come out. Yo! What's wrong? Yo, Alex Jones is... 
a problem, bro. <laughs> Yo, this nigga's a problem. Yo, he low-key spurged out for like two seconds. Hold up. Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton on the MSNBC, you know, trendy channel. Again, real racist like Margaret Singer. Like, I love you, black. Policies murder him, murder him. And again, I come out and cover this, and I've seen uh, folks saying they're black on my YouTube channel when I point out this Trayvon Martin thing is a media hoax. The whole event's a hoax. Whatever the truth is, it's a hoax to get us fighting with each other. And they're like, I knew you were a racist. Good then. Go ahead, okay? Go have a couple more abortions. Kill some black babies. I'm the bad guy. Damn. You're the people buying in to the New World Order propaganda. And the women Ooh. are the ones buying in to hating their men and thinking they're you know getting at a leg up on somebody watching MTV they think's their friend. And men that think it's cool to act like idiots all day and act like fools because the TV shows tell them to. You're idiots too. It's time for everybody to get wise of this propaganda. And I'm sick of it. Go ahead. As for the Trayvon Martin situation. Yo. Alright, let me uh I try to pause the shit, but once again. Um I mean, shit, that's a lot. That's a lot to digest, man. I played that before. I will play that. I will play that at least once a year. I will play that clip once a year. That's how important that clip is. Because Alex Jones was was spitting some serious facts. And a lot of people talk shit about Alex Jones, but you don't see a lot of right wing guys that, that really just go out, go out swinging like. Like any like if Tucker Carlson would be the only other person that I know that can get away with saying that on the news. Tucker Carlson and not to the same effect cuz Alex Jones he just has tons of research just in his brain. You see what I mean? Like he just has tons of research. But like somebody like Tucker Carlson would have would have gotten away, would have been the only other person that I know that would get away was saying the shit that Alex Jones just said because it's all facts. But because Alex Jones is in his own position, he's in his own field, he doesn't have to worry about the big bad boogeyman, you know, the beast, telling him to cool his jets or they take away his sponsorships or they take away his job. You dig? Speaking of Tucker Carlson, man, we got Trump allegedly announcing Tucker Carlson as VP. Hmm. Let's check it out. This 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 is gonna get this is gonna get pretty dicey, and this is all gas, no breaks, because we're not even forty minutes in yet. So we're definitely going through this. And uh, without further ado, let's continue. Oh, the good old the good old days back when um. Back when Donald Trump was on WWE, oh my God, bro, this nigga was out of pocket. <laughs> Yo, Trump was out of pocket in WWE. He got the Hall of Fame. Y'all niggas don't know that. Hold up. I can't check. I always wanted to know, did he really get like a Hall of Fame? I think he got an honorary Hall of Fame. That's right, the Don, the Teflon Don. Coming along, Donald Trump is in a world he is not familiar with. 
This is not real estate. This is the WWE. All right, this is footage base. I don't have time for that. I know this is Benny Johnson because only Benny Johnson has intros like this. So we're going to skip that. Again, this is New York City. Oh, so, okay, yo, shout out to UFC because uh, I heard UFC had, I forgot what the deal is called, but it's the company that pretty much connects UFC to WWE. It's a major deal because that means places like New York, places like, you know, the Northeast that usually can't see UFC for a long period of time at one point can now see the events. So this is Trump in New York City at the UFC event showing up with Kid Rock again because, you know, I don't, Kid Rock, I don't know what type, you know what I mean? Kid Rock was with him, um... I don't know if Tyson was with him this time. Tyson might have been with him this time. And a couple other people. Oh, they got Tucker. Yo, they got Tucker with him. Hey, hey, hey you. <laughs> hey, you. Yo, I'm definitely voting for Trump. <laughs> hey, you. Not, not Tucker Carlson. Oh, at the UFC event? This nigga might be out of his element. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the room. It's just absolute pandemonium. And even leftist news sites were there saying, uh, listen, this was an uproarious, absolute <laughs> stem to stern from the rafters. Of course. Ri- like, like, like hero. Liberals are nervous. Translation, liberals are nervous. Welcome for Donald Trump. Lib media can't even help himself. Look at this from the mirror. Uh, Donald Trump gets thunderous welcome as he rocks UFC 295 with Tucker Carlson. Jesus. Along with you, uh, CEO Dana White. It is wild. Donald Trump gets a hero's welcome at Madison Square Garden for UFC fight. You'll remember that the state of New York is, of course, trying to destroy Donald Trump's business. Boys, it's not going to work. Ah, there's ALX's tweet right in the article. Nice. Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, UFC, rock and roll. Tucker Carlson tweeting about it. Tonight's fight at New Madison Square Garden getting just lit up. These guys are just the man in the arena. Yes, this is absolutely correct. Would you like to see this as your next uh, your your next cabinet in the White House? Would you like to see this? Because a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying, looking at this image, that this is the announcement of t- the Tucker Carlson VP. What's this about? Yeah, that's right. No. Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, vice president. What a question. This is what people are asking. All I see is Tucker as VP. I tweeted, right? That went that went thermonuclear. Watch this video. What do you see? You see Tucker Carlson as the vice president. I'm not the only one asking this. Tucker Carlson, our next vice president. It isn't as loopy as it sounds. 
<laughs> hey man, we can't can't lose either ALX or I or in every single article. <laughs> so this is just like speculation. Alright, got it. I thought this was like set in stone. I mean most people if they were in Trump's position by just by logic he would go with in the GOP right now he would go with Ramaswamy Ramaswamy's young enough to reach out to the youth like I said before I, I made this point before that would be not his smartest or wisest decision but that would be the more logical decision let's just say it like that that's the more logical decision doesn't mean it's the smarter decision it's just a go-to option if all else fails speaking of failures speaking of all else failing Mike Pence he's out right found out last night on my phone had a notification last night about a guy named Tim Scott uh, what happened to him he lost he's gone mission failed we'll get him next time you're out sayonara Another one bites the dust, man. As the GOP gets smaller and smaller and smaller, the inevitable the inevitable's happening. Trump's going to win that regardless of where these people stand. I mean, God bless them, but what are they doing on stage? But then I said to myself, well, with that being said, Trump being how Trump is, he will nine times out of ten not choose anybody and that entire lineup to be in his cabinet whatsoever. That's what I'm thinking. So because of that, the wild card, Tucker Carlson, would actually be a interesting option. I mean, what would Tucker Carlson have policy-wise outside of the things he talks about as a journalist? That would be a top question. But then again, look who's the fucking president. Look who was the president, Donald Trump. No political, he had no political experience, guys. Four years with this man outside of Corona? Come on, bro, cut it out. All niggas was doing was getting checks, starting businesses. Let's be honest with ourselves. Hey, man, that's why you hustle. So Trump and Tucker... The mere thought would send shockwaves through liberal cities nationwide, and that alone makes a delightful prospect. People saying that Donald Trump should pick Tucker Carlson as the VP. Donald Trump loves to read the energy, and clearly Donald Trump is going to love the fact that people just went nuts for Tucker Carlson last night. Fans chant USA, USA, USA. No other person on would receive this reception. A really good question for this is like, would Donald would, would like Donald Trump can go to any sporting event, right? He's been to a bunch of sporting events. The net. I think this is his third. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, this is his third UFC event that he's publicly went through, went to in recent time. First one was in Las Vegas. I forgot where the second one was at, but I know now the third one being this one, New York City. He's gotten a pretty much a roar in the crowd, USA chants everywhere he's went. Okay. Of course, mainstream media doesn't want to showcase it. But in this case, because Tucker Carlson is with him, they got to mention it. They have to. 
championship for college football, national championship for college wrestling, quite a few UFC events. Has there, have you ever seen Joe Biden at a, a, a sporting event? Never. Guys, the guys. Good question. The you guys ever seen Joe Biden at a sporting event? He's a vegetable. Would Joe Biden ever be welcome at a sporting event? Bros, check this out. Classic hands, right? There you go. It's a little hard to see, but you can make out really good rope ball head and have a ball. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, your podcast coming out. Uh, in Las Vegas, at UFC in Las Vegas, Donald Trump and Joe Rogan got together. Oh, that's High right. Five. That's who it was. All right, it was Joe Rogan and um which which surprises me. <clears throat> To see a couple of things, right? Um, two guys who are close or who are good friends. That's uh, Patrick Bet Davis uh, with the PBD uh, podcast. Patrick Bet Davis and Joe Rogan. Now, Joe Rogan has went from kind of pretty much left because he says he's a liberal. He just likes guns. To pretty much center, if not center right, he's had. And the thing about Joe Rogan is he's a great interviewer. He had great. He had a great interview with uh, Elon Musk. He had a great interview with Kanye West. He just has. He's just good at interviews, man. And um, uh, Patrick asked him like, "Yo, man," and Patrick is a valuetainment uh, PBD. Uh, PBD podcast on YouTube, right? He asked him like, "Yo, so would you ever, would you ever interview Trump?" And he was like, "Nah, I wouldn't interview Trump." And I, I never understood why, because just like just like some of these other like liberals, and I'm not putting Joe Rogan in that category personally, but guys like him, who's kind of been one way, but never really talks about it publicly because. I think his excuse, which is a fair enough excuse, is that he doesn't know enough about it to really go back and forth on a political level. Um, To me personally, I think it's a cop out because if you reach a certain point, you're going to touch elbows with certain politicians. And I think Trump, Trump being on Joe Rogan would be probably the biggest video that Joe Rogan would ever have ever. And I'm and I'm dead serious. Like people outside of the country would view the video the most. But I think I think his core audience, which is kind of like left leaning, not not full lunatic woke left, but like still left leaning. I think Rogan is kind of afraid. He's kind of shook of sort of the backlash that would come with it. You see what I mean? Um. Patrick Beth Davis had uh, Ron DeSantis on there, which uh, if you guys ever heard Ron DeSantis talk, it's like, Jesus Christ, let me watch paint dry in the fucking wall. Jake, talk to each other. Where's the podcast, Joe? Where's the podcast, Joe? And of course, it wasn't just Joe Rogan, of course, the king of podcasting. It was also the kings of the ring popping over to give... Big props to Trump. Whatever fighter would win a fight, it would uh, salute the man. Yeah. 
So it is a, it was a wild, wild energy. Like I, I'm not a big sports guy, but there's an event that I wish I could have had. These kind of things make me make me very, very jealous. This is the energy. People were just vibing Donald Trump in his element. Of course, Donald Trump uh, very much cut his teeth in the sports world. Donald Trump owned a considerable portion of an NFL competitor at a time and then did tons of fights at his casinos, right? Tons of boxing matches. This is where he met Dana White. Look at these two. Look at these two. This is Tucker. Here's Don Jr. This is Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba. She's a friend of the show. You've seen her on our show. Uh, and this is Tucker Carlson's uh, producer right there, Justin Wells. Uh, so also, I mean, again, fighters, Heading over, heading over and giving huge props to Donald Trump. You see Donald Trump right there. This guy didn't jump the fence, but saying, what's up? Respect to the president. Again, the corporate media can't even help themselves. Donald Trump gets thunderous welcome as he rocks UFC 295. Thunderous welcome. That's the ticket. This is the energy. Do it. Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson. Look at that. Oh, man. I don't know, baby. I don't know. Donald Trump asked if he wants Tucker Carlson as VP just recently this week. Consider Tucker Carlson on your VP list. Oh, I, wow. want to give, I want to give you a hypothetical here. You're a big sports fan. You know, like Nick Saban's going to retire at some point. And if you talk to the athletic director at Alabama, he would say he has a list. So would Tucker Carlson be on your list of potential VPs? And how many names might be on that list as you sit and look and survey the political field? Well, first of all, you know, I did my first, uh, you could call it counter-programming, but I, I won't call it that. But uh, Tucker wanted to do an interview during the first debate. And I think, you know, because this is what your business is, we broke every record. Monster audience. In history. Yeah. I think it just hit over 300 million people. Talk about yeah. it. Would you consider it's Tucker, though, that they based on the... I like Tucker a lot. I guess I would. I think I'd say I would. Oh, shit. Oh, no. God damn. This is bad, man. Now, it's all really... I don't think Tucker Carlson would necessarily decline, but I would find reason why he wouldn't do it. But that's not taking away the fact that he still would do it. He would just say, fuck it. Why not? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, like what what better way to, to come into politics, bro? Like, that's, that's groundbreaking. You go... And he's like a renegade. He was pretty much a renegade journalist, a renegade reporter that who, who just happened to work for Fox. But he was a part of that machine and he was a part of NBC and CNN and he worked at all these places. So he knows what the machine is like to have a person like that. That's that. That would be groundbreaking. Like I said, this is as this is as big as, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. being announced as vice president. You know what I mean? Because he's got great common sense. You know, when they say that you guys are conservative or I'm conservative, it's not that we're conservative. We have common sense. There you go. He said, I would. I would. Other people of note ringside, Dan Bongino there with his wife. This is uh, uh, Donald Trump, obviously. Big fans of Dan Bongino, and they've been friends for a long time. They live actually quite close to each other. Uh, And so we have, obviously, action-packed. Saturday, all of this happened late, been offline all day today. All of this happened late last night. And so we're hyped about it. Trump Saturday versus Biden's Saturday. Yeah, a perfect meme. And Donald Trump posted it. 
<laughs> Trump oh, posted this on boy. Truth Social. It's perfection. Oh, oh shit. yeah. In Las Vegas, Trump met Trump definitely winning the electoral votes of Flavortown. Guy Fieri, of course. Donald Trump, a warm embrace, a happy embrace there. Uh, Donald Trump meeting Mel Gibson. This is Mel Gibson oh, right shit. here. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Y'all remember the uh that shit really had the Holly Weird motherfuckers tweaking. Um Mel Gibson was meeting up with uh Mark Wahlberg and Donald Trump. They was all meeting up for some reason. This this was the story that was out. I would say I would have to say this was before summer. So this was probably like springtime of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, that was a big deal. People were wondering like, wait, what's going on? And then Mel Gibson was talking about how the sound of freedom and how that's connected to a lot of the things that are possibly going on with human trafficking in the United States. Allegedly, I'll protect myself. Uh, but it was one of those situations where it was like, damn, this is groundbreaking. And then Mark Wahlberg wanted to meet up. And um, it's another person. They all wanted to, they wanted to meet up. A lot of Hollywood, a lot of Hollywood like filmmakers and shit were talking about it was a movie idea, but nobody never really concluded what it was all about. But now we're getting like a taste of you know Mel Gibson again meeting up with Trump, and it's like you know a lot of question marks. Uh, in Vegas when they were there. So this is like, there's, there's no, there's no star that Donald Trump, like that doesn't come over. Like, especially when they're in the presence of Donald Trump, respect the guy, hug the guy, love the guy with one exception last night, one exception. This is making a little bit of news. Bill Burr, the comic uh, from Boston, his wife allegedly flipped off Donald Trump. You can see Bill Burr here in the background. Uh, I find Bill Burr kind of, you know, I think Bill Burr is kind of funny. Uh, I think I find and the thing about Bill Burr is let me tell you all about Bill Burr, right? I liked Bill Burr when he was on um, Opie and Anthony, right? Because he added some comical effect. But as a stand up comedian, I got to say, I'm just not really a fan of him and his delivery. And he kind of was known as the guy with a black wife. And, you know, he's one of those woke. He's pretty much woke. He's like the hipster that doesn't want to tell you he's a hipster. It's one of those type of things. And, you know, by him marrying the black woman, and I thought I thought I talked about this before with Anthony Cumia. Shout out to Anthony Cumia, who's actually funny, who I think started stand-up or did something dealing with stand-up not too long ago. Um, Anthony Cumia is also uh, a radio personality who was uh, admired by or influenced or even inspired by uh who ended up excuse me who ended up inspiring Joe Rogan to do podcasting so that's more information to put out there but um Bill Burr is one of those sort of wokeify type of guys when dudes like Patrice O'Neill he did rest in peace Patrice O'Neill the great Patrice O'Neill matter of fact he died Around this time, 
rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill, 2011, around this time in November, um, had a, uh, the effects of a stroke and he couldn't, you know, whatever happened, happened. So, but when he was on Opie and Anthony along with Bill Burr, it was funny. When Patrice O'Neill and Jim Norton are on the show, it's gold, right? But Bill Burr was always, in my opinion, sort of like the backup guy. Like he says a couple of funny jokes. It's like, oh, yeah, there he is. He's here. He kind of, because like his stand up is like, you know, subpar. And um, his wife being black, flipping off Trump, really shouldn't, it really shouldn't surprise people. But, you know, Bill Burr possibly participating in it. I mean, that's also not surprising. I mean, he is a liberal, just to remind people comedy is is good i think a lot of people tend to like him i think this is the stupidest thing you could possibly do you've just isolated uh, and reduced your earning capacity by 50 percent by flipping off donald trump this yikes. is a very stupid thing to do yikes remember it's every celebrity on planet earth wanted to be on the apprentice every celebrity on planet earth wanted to be seen with trump photographed with trump i think yeah that only matters when you're actually in front of him like when you got a rapper making a song called Fuck Donald Trump and it becomes like a banger, that's a different situation. Right? And even asking, like, when he asked, he went on a YG, the rapper YG, he went on and did an interview with, uh, was it Vaughn Theo or Theo? Vaughn Theo, I think. I forgot his name. He white. But he was saying, like, yeah, you know, I made the song because, you know, that was the current, you know, that's what he heard his boys talking about and how, you know, Donald Trump is doing this and doing that. But then later on, he, he later on talked about how his same homeboys that was talking about fuck Donald Trump, they like Trump now. Oh, they like the loans. They like the PPPs. Yeah, they like the ability to start their own business. They like the opportunity zones. But black folks didn't talk about this enough mainstream wise. Be with Trump. Uh, Trump is the number one name drop name in rap songs. Yep. Up until he ran for president. Yep. Donald Facts. Trump was in Little Rascals, was in Home Alone 2. It's the Christmas season. Fresh Yet Prince. here, suddenly, Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as well, reminding people Donald Trump was also on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air TV show. Let's continue. Woke, toxic, wretched individual is there flipping off Donald Trump. Treachery. And I'd love to hear, I would love to hear uh, what that conversation was like afterwards with Bill Burr or Bill Burr just entirely cucked. A lot of people are saying Bill Burr very much has a Will Smith style marriage uh, and is totally and completely denigrated, humiliated emasculated but we'll get into that later that's not what this is about this is about the energy ladies and gentlemen and we saw it this is the energy and i want this as i want this i'm telling you i've I've never seen it more clearly (laughs) what do my people what do y'all think about this situation for one i think just the thought of it brings buzz I think in some way, if this happens, it would be more, I think it will cause more people to vote for Trump. I really do. I think Trump choosing 
Tucker Carlson as vice president. Trump Carlson, 24? That's that, Trump Carlson, 24. That has a ring to it. I'm not going to lie. It has a ring to it. This is something that the country has never seen before. You know what I'm saying? Just like the approval rate of a Republican president since since what year? Let's be fucking honest here. This nigga Trump is making history. And that's right. He's a nigga. That's right. I was listening to Minister Jap because I was talking about him. Or I mentioned him or I played him a couple nights ago. Right? So I was like, let me catch one of his shows. So I downloaded one of his shows. And he was talking about the same shit I was talking about. Bitches going through, stealing at the fucking, um, uh, the Walmarts. Niggas is stealing from Walmarts. All types of fuck shit. I talk, I was like, damn, I talked about this last night. But he talked about this a couple weeks ago. So I'm listening. I'm like, oh, bet. He mentioned something. That was pretty interesting, right? Because... Like, and also tying into what I talked about, how these bitches be stealing lipstick, petty shit. Niggas, niggas, they'll take TVs. They take televisions. They take big boy shit. They carrying it. They, I see niggas drag boxes out of the store. When they was run, ransacking the store, they was running out with TVs, dragging the fucking boxes. Bottom of the TVs all scratched up. Niggas don't give a shit. They need that TV. Niggas got an 85 inch just dragging the box. Wild, bro. Wild shit. But uh, with this with this situation here, what we got is we we got a groundbreaking situation right now. If Trump chooses, because I don't, I don't see him now, now that he said it, I don't see him going any other route. And I don't think that anything else that he'll mention will have as much as a buzz. Now, a buzz versus experience, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Would a Tucker Carlson be capable of being vice president? Now, then again, that being said, I've already stated this before. We're talking about Donald Trump. The nigga who had no political experience beforehand. I want to remind people this. So this ain't really much of a shocker. So I don't know, man. I don't know. This could be big though. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up as a segment. Alright? We got another segment on the way. Stay tuned, don't go nowhere to be continued. Be right back. All right, y'all, segment two, you dig back with another segment, adding on to another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And uh, we went through those two videos, which was great. That was nice. So we're going to delete those. Boom, boom. Thinking Man's Templar. Shout out to Thinking Man's Templar. Shout out to Benny Johnson. You dig Matter of fact, I'm not going to delete them because I need to remember the need to remember the names for the description, man. I gotta give credit where credit is due. Do I wanna go through 
Whack 100 crashing out. Yeah, I think we're going to do that, man. We're going through. We're going to go through. This is another example, man. We just doing shit straight up the top. This is another example of the, the crash out Coliseum, man. This is we got to do it, man. I mentioned this brother earlier. I talked about, you know, you know, one of the homies he he been, you know, rocking with Ray J. And these guys are real street niggas, man. I don't know why these niggas be thinking these niggas is cap artists, man. Niggas is out here talking about growing up, gangbanging, fighting at playgrounds and shit in the fourth grade. Like, niggas is really street activity operatives, man. These niggas are real street operatives, respectfully. Whack 100, he's going to spurk out for about 15, 14 minutes and 15 seconds. We're definitely going to get some uh, entertainment out of this shit. Uh, the video is called Whack 100, quote, don't sex play me. I'll crash out, explanation mark. Um, Mimo 600 ready to, I don't know. These are gangbangers. I don't know none of these guys. I know Whack 100, though. The game, the game's manager, Ray J's manager, worked alongside, or still works alongside Cash Money, if I'm not mistaken. A real known street character, a real known banger. Pause. Let's get it. Crash out. Yo, nigga. nigga, crash out. Yo, bitch ass over Yo, nigga, shit. Nigga, no sex play me, nigga. Oh. Nigga, all you got to do, nigga, is, nigga, what's the address, nigga? Oh. All right, I'll send it to you right now. Bring your bitch ass over here, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Oh, oh, see? This is the crash out coliseum, gentlemen, ladies. You have been warned. This is the crash out coliseum. Um... Right away, you should know why I'm playing this, because nigga's already crashing out. This hasn't been, where are we at, even in the fucking video. Like, the nigga, the nigga's crashing out. It's not, it hasn't even been 12 seconds. He's crashing out. Let's continue. Damn. Nigga crash out. I'm going to tell y'all the worst thing about Clubhouse, right? And ladies... Don't get mad when I tell y'all this. I'm going to tell y'all the worst thing about Clubhouse. It is the women. Now, why would I say some shit like that? I'm not saying this to be offensive. I'm saying this because when men have dialogue, when men have discussion, we have a way of communicating that women don't understand. So to a woman, we can be in each other's faces about the fight when we just bullshitting, right? When women interfere, they never interfere with anything informative. It's always distractions and BS. Guys will use women in media, and I'm letting y'all women know this right now because I'm not a dummy. I know what this shit is all about. I'm putting y'all on game, real talk. When a bitch, when a bitch actually like gets into those circles and she's like the added on person on a podcast, wink, wink, just hilarious, wink, wink, the third wheel, wink, wink, um, she's not really held responsibility of anything besides just sitting back and kind of tolerating whatever a guy can say. Guys can get away with saying out of pocket shit as long as a woman is with them. 
Howard Stern will tell you this with Robin Quivers. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Angela Yee did it with Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy with The Breakfast Club. And Charlemagne the God said a lot of crazy out-of-pocket shit back when The Breakfast Club was entertaining, like I said. Before they became woked out and you seen rainbow flags all, all, all over in the studio, yeah, they were actually entertaining. But moving on. Whack 100 and these bitches from Clubhouse, like I said, that's the worst part of Clubhouse. Legit, respectfully. No disrespect to those women, but they always interfere and say the dumbest shit. He drunk. He's drunk. He drunk. You got it, nigga. Come on over here, nigga. Hey, listen, nigga. You got it, nigga. Come on over here, nigga. It's crazy. Ain't nobody playing with you, little nigga. You better learn what it. Turn that shit off, nigga. Damn. Bring your ass on over here. Crash out. Get you tough. Nigga, Come crash out. You got to know. Whack, crash out. Come on over here, nigga. When this nigga playing. Come on over here, nigga. You got the address, nigga. You want it, right? Come nigga, on over here, nigga. Nigga, it's cool, bro. I'm in North Hollywood, my nigga. Damn. Thank you five minutes. Get here, my nigga. You ain't going to take me no five minutes. Okay, well, I'm waiting, nigga. I'm getting no, it's going to happen, bro. You're going to get your ass caught because you don't even know the jungle you in, nigga. Damn. Don't get caught. You're going to keep playing, nigga. Damn. You're going to get caught, nigga. Damn. Just shut the fuck up playing with me, my nigga. Damn. I'm a sex play, nigga. You. Because your whoa. mama gay don't mean I am, nigga. Whoa. 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 Nigga, crash out. <laughs> yo, this is, yo, I'm telling you. Crash out Coliseum, man. What can I tell y'all, man? Shit is getting very shaky right now, man. Yo. <laughs> yo, what's wrong? Yo. I ain't talking shit, bro. I ain't fucking around with these niggas. Shout out to Wack. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ray J. I fuck with Ray J for real, for real. Ray J, Ray J really about that shit, bro. I don't know why niggas be sleeping on, on the homie Ray J. Once again, man, net worth at like 18. I think like net worth. What would we say earlier? 18 million? And look, I'm not pocket watching. I'm 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 a journalist. You know what I mean? I'm a commentator. So I'm just bringing y'all the information of how much money that nigga was making. And so niggas would put some respect on Ray J's name. And he he fucked with the tall peas. And this nigga should not be taken lightly. Fabulous knew it firsthand. Allegedly. I'm not I'm not talking about Fab. I ain't trying to get shot at. But I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Allegedly. He stood his ground. Ray J was like, fuck that. They go on Pyro. You ain't fucking with me. That's what that's what Ray J said. Allegedly. Of course. N-word. All right, let's get back into it. Send a penitentiary to stab me in your motherfucking whoa, face. Nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yo, this, these niggas is out of pocket, champ. Niggas is out here threatening to poke niggas, man. This shit is despicable, bro. Damn, son. This shit is despicable. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? Bro, I can't, dude. I'm dead. Yeah, that's the funniest clip, bro. Shout out to Alex Jones, yo. And he wasn't saying no racist. He he was he was he was quoting <laughs> he was quoting uh, Margaret Sanger. But hold up, I got um, where's 
<laughs> where's where's Ben Shapiro at? Hold up. My son need a new happy. <laughs> My son need a new happy. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals. We buy off the black leadership. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Ay, ay, ay. Adios mios. Ay, ay, ay. Uf, manon. <laughs> Little bitty ass boy. Look at this. Go ass out here, nigga. Yo. Come pull up over here and come holler at me, buddy. Damn. Somebody tell that nigga come pull up on me, bro. Whoa, whoa. Because he's been doing a lot of hollering. I got some whoa, frustration. Whoa. I want to get out anyway. Whoa. Tell that nigga come pull up on me, bro. Whoa. I think he think this shit is a game. He a long way from Indianapolis, my nigga. Damn. Oh, wait. He, he really moved to L.A.? Oh, he really in North Hollywood. Like he can't get found or something. <laughs> uh, yo, yeah. Rocky, what's up with this nigga talking about? What? I didn't mean nah, pull your bitch ass up. These niggas be playing, bro. Wait, who you talking about? This nigga unheard, bitch. Unk, I ain't your unk, nigga. Man, I was nah, nigga. What happened with you unheard? What the hell? Fuck all with the dead homies, nigga. Damn. Wait, play like that, my nigga. Cold blood three times. Blood niggas a game, huh? Yo, crash out academy, bro. Yeah, what do you say? Now you call me on the phone. 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 Now you call me on the call another man on the phone, that's like... That's suspect? I mean, because I only pause. I only be texting niggas really anyway. I'd rather communicate with a nigga face-to-face, pause, than to have a, a fucking petty fucking phone conversation. You dig? That's just my opinion. No. You were just talking to us. This shit is crazy to me, bro. Damn. Uh, I'm going to put y'all in the three-way. Nah, tell Blood to come up. Go get Damn, him and bring him over blood. here. Damn. He got... No, what? Damn. He said... Yo. Yo, whack. Yo, whack. Nigga, crash out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, crash out. Got You got... Uh, whack 100. Um... Unknown, uh, street can combative, uh, a street, uh, a known street, uh, a known hood gladiator, a known old head slash hood gladiator from the streets. All right, all day, all day, homeboys. They don't. They don't say shit with C on it. You dig? They whack everything out. Hence, whack one hundred. Damn. Okay. So you know this nigga's. You know. Like I said, hood gladiator. You know what I'm saying? A street combative, uh, combatant. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like one of these. You know. Hood to the day I die type Negroes, right? He ain't he he ain't out here bullshitting. He's playing for keeps. And on Clubhouse, it's funny because he just bullies niggas. Low key, that's all he does on Clubhouse. He bullies niggas. 
Then the, um, I mean, the crash out, listen, man, the crash out Coliseum is only the beginning. There's Charleston White and WAC 100 going back and forth. We definitely got to go over that sometime. I might go over that Wednesday because I already have pretty much videos set up. But yeah, I mean, classic clubhouse moments, man. These niggas are shot out. No, I'm going to bring it home, my nigga. Okay. Oh. Don't get him, bring him over here. He got to apologize Damn. in the public class. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> I, don't want no I don't want no apology, bro. That's no, exactly. you let Magic apologize to me. Let a little nigga, you know that nigga drop. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> you still Lagoonas, you got nah. to uh, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, he's drinking my damn. Not they call Lagoonas. I can't believe, like, that's some old coward. I want you to know. What do you say, though? What do you say? What was the. What happened? These niggas kept sex playing me. I told you. You hear the hood boogers in the background? See these Booger wolves. <laughs> Hood booger. All right. Where's my where my sound effects? Hood boogers. Got the hood rats. Hold up. Got the hood rats. I'm a hoochie mama slash hood rat. You dig? Hood rats. Hood rats. Hood rats. Hood rats. You dig? Slut. I'm a hoochie mama slash hood rat. Hold up. Trying to hit this nigga. I hope you got a few hundred thousand. My son need a new happy. <laughs> My son need a new happy. How do we kill these black subhuman women? <laughs> yo! Yo! Yo, that's sick, yo. That's ill. That's ill as fuck, bro. I gotta play that one more time, bro. Like... That shit, <laughs> that shit gets me every time. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? <laughs> Yo, sick, bro. We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. Yeah, that sounds violent, bro. That sounds really bad, bro. <laughs> I almost feel bad that I clipped that. Not really. That shit's funny as hell. That's bad, bro. Uh, but I don't, don't play with me like that, my nigga. Damn. Crash out, nigga. Oh, bro. Shit, bro. Niggas don't play like that, my nigga. Damn, hold up. Damn. 44 years old, nigga. Yeah, oh, I'd have caught a shoe term in the penitentiary behind that shit right yeah, here. he got to apologize. Nah, he got it fucked up. He think this shit is a joke, my nigga. <laughs> it's, I'm not, I don't know where he think he at. Hey, hey, uh, her, you got something to say? Uh, blood, tell blood, come on over here. Don't come say it, bro. I'm going to show him how this shit go. There he is. You got, you got something no, to say? No, you told me to send you the address. You got it, my nigga. You went off Hollywood, dog. It don't take that long, homie. That little nigga not bro. gonna pull up on you. No, no, ain't no, bro. No, you don't sex. But look, hey, Rocky, I didn't walk nine penitentiaries, blood. That's out. Ain't no Indianapolis nigga, 21-year-old nigga, finna come five minutes like that. Come pull up, bro. All right, look, 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 Niggas look. Niggas talk look. all that Can tough I... shit. Yo, why? Yo. Yeah, why is this even? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm blown away by like one's ability to simply crash out. 
within 12 seconds of a conversation. Like this is di- this is different. This is foreign. Look, bro, bro, niggas talk. No, give me your address. I come over there, my nigga. Dead homes, nigga. Send me your address, nigga. Hey, can I? Can you I speak to the game, quick? nigga? I crash out over this shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, my niggas. There it is, yo. There. This is the crash out, yo. Hold up, nah. I gotta grab that. Nah, pause. I gotta grab that. Pause. I gotta grab that because um. Yeah, he said I'm about to crash. <laughs> Yo, four twenty-seven. Yo, this nigga's bugging, bro. This nigga's tweaking, bro. Stop. He said I'm about to crash out. <laughs> Yo, cut it out. Yeah, we, we yeah we gonna make another clip out of that. We chilling, man. We chilling. We we gonna go through this clip though, man. We already eighteen minutes in. It's almost eight o'clock. I forgot I already did an hour beforehand, but it's all good. We're gonna get this clip. We're gonna get this clip. We're gonna go through the rest of this shit. Cause um like I said, this is the crash out. This is the crash out coliseum here at the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Taking a step away from the political shit. Definitely stepping back from the dating and relationship shit. And we going into some more, you know, entertainment-based shit, okay? This is entertainment-based information, all right? A nigga willing to crash out in front of the world, in front of hundreds and thousands of people. You ain't going to put no disrespect on my name, said Whack 100. He said, fuck it, pull up. Niggas really willing to crash out. Like I said, 427. All right, let me let me zoom in real quick. 426, it's 25. Don't play with me like that, nigga. When y'all y'all was just doing that same thing to me. Nigga, I ain't play, I ain't sex played you, nigga. Never. So y'all didn't just get done caught. Hold up. All that can tough I, shit. Look, hey, bro. Can I, can I, can no, I, bro. Niggas talk. No, give me your address. I come over there, my nigga. Dead homes, nigga. Send me your address, nigga. Hey, can I? Can you I, can I say something? Game, nigga. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I gotta find it, man. Hold up. Wait, where am I at? I said 423. Send me your address, nigga. Hey, can I, can I say something? This shit is a game, nigga. I'll crash out over this shit, nigga. <laughs> you know, I would be like... That nigga said I'll crash out over this. Hold up. Yo, stop, bro. Hold up. Hold up. Hey, can I, can I say something? This shit is a game, nigga. I'll crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like... I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Hold up, hold up. When y'all, y'all was hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. I'm dead, bro. This is the best. That has to be the best. Yo, that's the crash out. Yo, come on, kid. I'm just on fire with this shit. Hold up. 
Oh yeah, that's the official crash out uh crash out <laughs> Coliseum theme right there. That's the crash out Coliseum right there. Shout out to Wack 100. That's the that's the official crash out Coliseum, man. Just so y'all niggas know, man. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Nigga shit. You dig? Hold up, hold up. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? <laughs> That's funny. That's the perfect thing to play in the background. Hold up. I crash out over this shit, nigga. I've seen you him do it. don't play with me like that, nigga. I've seen him do it. <laughs> hold up. It's like... He's first guy in the streets, he came to me. He helps he sold drugs for me. For me? Damn, niggas. These niggas is... Like I said, man, this is the crash out Coliseum, man. Anything can happen, man. Shit is crazy. Me like that, nigga. When y'all y'all was just doing that same thing to me. Nigga, I ain't, I, I ain't sex played you, nigga. Sex nigga. played? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the fuck? Nigga, I ain't what the fuck? What the fuck is... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yo, what's, what's, what's sex play, bro? <laughs> That's wild. Yo, pause, bro. But, like, yo, what is that? <laughs> he stated that whatever this brother did is apparently considered sex playing, yo. And Wack ain't having it, bro. He want the hands, bro. He went the, so y'all didn't just get done calling me gay and all that. Fuck your mama, nigga. Where you at, nigga? Where you at, nigga? Damn. Yeah. Crash out all-star. This is an all-star. This is an all-star level crash out, right? This is like the dream team. Michael Jordan and the dream team level crash out. Like, this nigga is really out of pocket. Shout out to WAC 100. But absolutely out of pocket. <laughs> Where you at, son, nigga? Yo, what? Whoa. Where you at, bro? said, whoa. Did you think it's the game? Damn. He wanted to crash out. You want to know if Hollywood, right? Damn. You told me send your address. You pulling up send or not? Send Addy. Mm. Hell no. As a man, nigga. Blood. Sorry. Get caught. And there's always one nigga in the background, right? And this is really Clubhouse. This is Clubhouse in a nutshell. And I'm not disrespecting Clubhouse. I find it entertaining. But I just think niggas really be, like, cooning. Like, really, niggas really be cooning on that shit, yo. Word up. Niggas be cooning. But there's always one nigga that's instigating, right? You hear the nigga? I'm going I'm to I'm play it back. Fuck it. I got to bring it back. He was like, <clears throat> he's like, you better speak up as a man, man. See, you hear that nigga? He just wanted the nigga to crash out. Yo, that's sick, bro. That nigga ain't shit. I gotta bring that back. That nigga really ain't shit, bro. Hold up. What? Oh, nigga? Where you at, nigga? Yes. Where you at, my nigga? Yo, what? You hear the bitch? You hear the bitch? She said, yes, crash out. Yo, see? Demon, yo. These bitches really on demon time, man. These bitches is real demons, man. Despicable. Deceptive. Where's you at, bro? Cause you think it's a game. You wanna know if Hollywood, right? Hold up, here, listen. You told me see your address. You pulling up or not? 
Hell you better speak up as a man, nigga. You better speak up as a man, nigga. All right. You better speak up as a man, nigga. All right. Why, man? Somebody asleep and didn't pick you up. Like I said, this is the all-star level crash out. This is a crash out, people. This is a crash out. People wonder, like, what's what's nigga crash? This this is a crash out. Full display. This nigga's bugging. Alright? Let's just let's just call it right down the middle. This nigga shot out. Not a problem, nigga. Stacks on him, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, cuz, hold up. <laughs> Let me break this down for people that that may not understand, right? Some of the whites, the whites. He put stacks on this nigga, like yo, somebody put hands on him. I got, did he say eight racks? That's sick, yo, <laughs> yo, that's yo, that's junkie prices. <laughs> yo, niggas getting mitts put on them for <laughs> they getting the mitts put on them for the uh. For eight racks? Damn, that's sick. That's dirty work, man. That's embarrassing. I can't even lie to you. That's embarrassing as hell, bro. Like, just imagine you that guy. You that one guy that's like, fuck it. I need the money. I need the racks. Yeah, I'll knock this nigga out. He looking at you like a bum. He probably going to give you like four G's. gonna give you four G's. He, he told you he gonna give you eight, but then he probably say something like, "Oh, you didn't knock him out, but here's four anyway." Think they playing with? Crash nigga. out. Don't be sick playing no old nigga. You got your fucking mind. Damn, boy. nigga, you crash out. Going to the shoe for that shit. Going Man, to nigga, the shoe, nigga. Going to the shit. Yo, stop. Yo, cut it out. Wait a minute. Going to the shoe. Sitting there two, three years, no problem with a smile. Mm-mm. This nigga think it's a game. Fuck out of here. And me, most of her, you better go get your money, nigga. Get your ass up and go catch that thing. Nigga, go get your money. Catch that thing. Uh, crazy, nigga. I would have got my five. Nigga told me to send him. So I was like, yo, he told me to send him my address. <laughs> Somebody know where that nigga at, bro. Somebody <laughs> done picked no unheard up since they've been out here. Matter of fact, how'd he get back from Big Bear? Who he ride with? <laughs> bro, somebody. Who we ride with? Bro, I'm not even on all that, bro. Yeah, it's too late, nigga. Yeah, nigga, I came out. Nigga, we was playing, bro. Nah, nigga, nah. We playing, bro. bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he came in like a hoe. Yeah, that's sick, bro. Yeah, that's embarrassing, champ. God damn, yo. This nigga was really like... 
told the dude fuck his mom's. Like, yo, that's crazy. Like, yo. Like I said, man, crash out Coliseum. This is a prime example, man. Homie was really willing to take it there and and legitimately crash out. I mean, let's play the rest of this. Fuck it. Hey, nigga. Hey, listen. <laughs> bro, you told me to send you the address, right? In front of the... I sent it, bro. Damn. I've been there by night. What's the problem? Damn. Damn. I heard you finna go back to Naptown, gang. Damn. You told me to send you the address, right? I sent it. What's the problem? Hey, all you uh egg and shit on ass niggas, y'all some hoes. Hey, you I'm sorry, man. That's funny as hell, bro. You know damn well that's why all these Negroes is watching the fucking video. That's why I'm listening, and that's why we going through this shit on the podcast. Fair use. You dig? <laughs> That's why we going through this shit. It's fuckery. It's chicanery. It's just sick. Niggas is bugging. Hold your motherfucking mouth. You a little nigga that niggas stay in your place for a little nigga like me pull up on your ass. Oh. Hey, hey. Oh. Hey, hey. Whoa. If you not know, whack and that nigga talking blood, I'm about to say that shit. I'm Dang. Yo, listen, man. You told me to send you the address. Hey, who kick? Hey, hey, who kicking people? Don't nobody kick nobody, my nigga. That was not Don't me. nobody kick. Who kick? Me, who kick? Uh, what's his name? Me, I know? did. Nigga, shit. No, no, no. Yeah, no, women. Don't kick him. Women. See, see. What did I? T- I didn't listen to this beforehand, by the way. I want y'all to pay attention what I be saying, right? <clears throat> and really take emotions out of it and, and take it for what it is. It's facts. Women are more of a problem than anything, especially in podcasting. She booting random people off. They said, oh, well, I don't like what he said, so I had to boot him. Like, what? Hell, get out of here. I, I just bland nigga. Uh, like, I, see, like me, like shit like this, if I'm not dealing with a woman straight up, personally, I, I won't know if a woman's sincere or not. And I don't give a fuck to find out, respectfully. Especially in this sort of talking space where women pick and choose when they want to be sensitive. They want to be sensitive when niggas like me talk about the shit I talk about. But when these bitches and hoes talk about niggas ain't shit and men are trash and they talk about wanting to abort uh, boys and babies who are males. I mean, give me a fucking break, man. Fuck out of here. Eat a dick. Who kicked who? No, I kicked... Oh, good. Good. Oh, I don't get online over the internet, baby. Trust me, I ain't sending myself to jail. Crash yeah. out. I'm just letting it be known. Nigga, crash I'm out. I'm on the team. Nah, ain't none of that, baby girl. Who kicked me, Mo? Who did that? Nah, no, he, 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 he was... Nah, who did that, though? That was Terry. I did. That, I did. I, I'm a woman. As a woman, I did. Over. Yeah, useless. I had to boot her ass out next. Like, yo, boot this bitch out. Immediately. Effective. Immediately. A bye bye Fuck out of here. Or uh, random. We're going to give her a pass this time. Nah. Kick you that can't give out. her a pass. Yeah, cook that hoe out. Hey, Rocky, yeah, but Rocky, dog. come on, bro. Like, I, already, I just told her. I understand. I say the pass because I get ignorant and I'm a, she a female, so oh, I'm going to give her a pass, like I said, bro. 
And that, and that's why I said what I said. Like, you, I, I you were a nigga, though. I already said it. Nobody kicking nobody. You're not kicking nobody off the stage. Niggas want to get that shit off. Niggas going to get that shit off. We don't kick nobody off the stage. All right, that's a little. Yeah. I'm in the back like Fredo, though. Whistle, you need me, you know? Whatever the fuck that means. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck that means. We still got four minutes to go. I'm just waiting for the little nigga to pull up. Hey, yo, Rocky, who brought up her back from Big Bear, bro? Who what? Who brought that nigga back from Big Bear? <laughs> who brought him back? He got to ride with somebody. Oh, uh, you know, I was in the sprinter. I don't know. Whack on, so fucking your spinner. <laughs> nah, hell no. Right, that nigga Wack said, "Who brought that?" Okay, so Sebastian, he was in your car. Niggas is bugging, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, let's not get over the fact that he just got done putting stacks on somebody's head, bro. Like, now, granted, there's no snitching really involved. He was talking about fighting-wise, but to an extent, that could have been used against him, respectfully. That could have been used against him. Like, if you would have done that to a white person who knows better, oh, your ass will be in court in the next two weeks, nigga. You're going to learn about that. But now you're talking to a street nigga who's just a crash test dummy. He's willing to crash out. I'm not talking about Wack 100. I'm talking about the other nigga that was talking greasy. He's willing to throw it all away for clout. Niggas get down like that. I don't. I don't give a fuck about clout at all. Fuck what any of these people like. Either they like my shit or they don't. I don't give a shit. Because the one thing I can say, one thing anybody can say about me if they know me, I ain't paying attention to everybody else's shit. So just to get a little bit of recognition and people listening on my end, just doing talking what the fuck I'm talking about says enough, but no, I don't give a fuck about what these motherfucking niggas listen to, what these hoes like. Give a fuck. <laughs> fuck, I look like. Fast, you in your car? That nigga took an Uber from 120. Damn. Yeah, this nigga's stupid. <laughs> 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 niggas, bro. And you notice, like, See, and, and this is what I believe, like, to an extent, and I heard WAC 100 had an interview with academics, and how he broke it down was, all this shit that you see on camera is entertainment. And what he was insinuating is that the bullshit that goes on in front of a camera, or the bullshit that goes on on radio, or niggas going back and forth on songs, is not niggas pulling up to each other's neighborhoods and shooting each other's neighborhoods up. Right? It's entertainment based, right? Some some rappers like 50 Cent and Kanye West, they had that competition thing where they had their little so-called beef. But that was really for album sales and which album would sell the most money. And that was pretty much a representation of like a slave auction where the uh, sort of the, the slave masters pretty much prop their top slave and they give their top slave the benefits and the treatment to make the other slaves jealous, right? But that's a deep, that's a deep metaphysical um, example. But Kanye West and 50 Cent were the top rappers at that time. So by them having that so-called beef or rivalry, 
it really boosted up both of their sales. I think Kanye may have beat 50 in that one, if I'm not mistaken. If I if I I may be wrong though. Cause 50 was still up there at that time. But anyway. I'm y'all black. like you know, this is the reason why I'm black doing this shit. Cause y'all keep like this nigga's a pass and he's a nigga kid. crash he's out. Not a kid, bro. Crash out, nigga. Fuck you talking about? Last time we do some shit. Yeah, crash oh, out. He only twenty, man. When I was twenty, I was getting out the penitentiary, bro. What that mean, bro? Gang shit, cooning, thuggery, pure thuggery. Don't nobody know where he at though. Damn. Rough, nigga. Crash nobody out. Know. Did nobody get nigga around? He First, probably, I was afraid. He shit, probably I was petrified. Nah, my <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is out there smoking angel dust, nigga, coughing like that, nigga. What you smoking on? This nigga smoking on some sherm, bitch. I want this motherfucker. Slapped no. out. <laughs> slapped <Shit>. up. <laughs> yo, he slapped. <laughs> yo, he slapped up <laughs> off of the sherm. <laughs> nigga slapped up, man. Niggas is sick, bro. Somewhere, Y'all ever K2. smoke that weed that make your eyes close when you go <laughs> Yo, cut it out. Yo, he's smoking K2. These niggas are smoking spice. These synthetics. Nigga, Delta 9000. Niggas are smoking that. <laughs> niggas, yo, yo, niggas is ill with it, man. Sonic Boom, Buddha Bud smoking niggas, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sick, dude. Yo, who that nigga I heard rode back with from Big Bear? Damn, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, God. Damn. Who, who he ride back with? This... <clears throat> Don't nobody know? And this nigga low-key really trying to get hands put on him, man. This is, this is on, like, this is on YouTube. So I'm not a cop. If anything, I'm almost promoting Clubhouse. Because I find Clubhouse to be entertaining. But I find it often that Clubhouse is one of those things like Jerry Springer. And I don't want to compare them to one person being Jerry Springer, but the atmosphere. It's drama. It's two niggas arguing about something. It's an argument about hip-hop. It's an argument about street culture. It's everything in one thing, which is Clubhouse, right? Cool. If it's entertaining, everybody's checking it out, right? Everybody wants to hear what's going on with Clubhouse. If it's not entertaining, then it's kind of like, uh, you know, hit or miss. You know, Jerry Springer, people talk about Jerry Springer because all the outrageous shit. They ain't talking about it because of the, the boring shit that was going on. Back when Steve Wilkos was security and he was throwing niggas off stage, like literally. That was memorable moments. Rest in peace, uh, Jerry Springer, by the way. He dead. He Jewish, right? I think he Jew. He a Jew. He gone. Rest in peace. But that's Clubhouse in a nutshell, right? And it's like a group. And like Wack, he got he got his piece into it. And he got, you know, this nigga's got money moves and shit. All that shit. Which kind of... In a way, it kind of concerns me because you would think a nigga of that stature with the money that he got 
and the connections that he allegedly has, he wouldn't need to be doing anything. He would have other people, you know, handle the business. You know what I mean? But to be willing to crash out, I mean, this has to be a mention within the crash out coliseum here. We're not playing around, right? We're not playing around. He he's in uh, here. He he can speak. Uh, I wasn't the driver, so bro, I would have got my five thousand. Uh, don't nobody know who the nigga rolled back with. I'm just saying for real. Well, we do this every day. Niggas get beat up for free. What five bands? Let's do this. So nobody know who the nigga rolled back with. Right? I'm just pass out and just act like I. <laughs> Stop it there, cause niggas is goofy, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like sometimes this shit be funny as hell. Like when Wack is on there bugging the fuck out, it's always gonna be a guaranteed classic, guaranteed entertainment. When Wack is talking to DJ Academics, it's always entertaining. Wack is doing something with No Jumper now, because No Jumper, let's be honest, falling off. Shout out to AD. Uh, shout out to T-Rail, right? Because realistically, on a street, I'm one of those people that just go by logic, right? These are niggas from the streets. Like, these are niggas from hoods. Like, these are niggas from areas in which brings a fascination for most people outside of that culture. You see what I mean? <clears throat> and I'm not saying that to say that they're bad influences. They're just regular influences, them being on No Jumper was a big part of No Jumper. And Adam22, I heard an interview with um, academics, and he wasn't really willing to admit that, but his numbers are showing for sure. So Adam22 now has to incorporate, you know, the crash out Kang himself, WAC 100, in order to have, uh, what did he call it? Um, the WAC and, I forgot what he called it. Um, but he's now joined, you know, a little bit with the uh, No Jumper brand and promoting shit there. But um, with all that being said, man, we're about to wrap things up here. It's almost 8.20 p.m. I got less than two hours of work to do. And then after I leave this building, grab something to eat, go home. I can relax for the next two fucking days. I just came back from a weekend and now I got another weekend set up. And then I go back into work Thursday and Friday. By the way, those are paid days off. And then got another weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So everything is lovely. And I think by next week, I think um, Thanksgiving is next week. So we got that Thursday and Friday off the following week after that. So, I mean, shit. Man. 
To start off the week, man, I got to say the Crash Out Coliseum is on and cracking. This is the new and improved direction that the episode is going. We're going into more entertaining things. I want to do something with Andrew Tate because this is the Crash Out Coliseum. And the Crash Out Coliseum would not be such thing without the Top G himself. The self-snitching, Bugatti-driving, webcam business-thriving alpha male himself, Andrew Tate. But with all that being said, 45 minutes compared to what, 50? How much was that other one? Wait, 45 minutes? No. Compared to an hour and six minutes. So, yeah, we're definitely closing in on the two-hour mark. So, with all that being said, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm signing out. Peace.